Hello, my dear friends. I appreciate you joining me here in this little talk. This is my first podcast. And if you knew what I knew, you'd be thinking, man, it's a little late to jump into that. But the purpose isn't to get famous or any other such. It is clearly just to reach as many unbelievers as I can, those who have been deceived by the world into believing you're either a monkey or a fish monkey or dragging you down the wrong road into a a religion that is not named Jesus Christ. Because I've got some big news to share with each and every one of you, and this is for the believers as well. We have deciphered the day of the rapture. Now, I know, I know, the believers, most of you have already said this to me a million times, no one knows but the Father, and the unbelievers, they'll just say, oh, well, they've been saying that forever, and he never shows up. Both are true. The time wasn't right for you unbelievers who say that, but for the believers, what you say is true also. And it was true when Jesus said it 2,000 years ago when he walked this earth. And it was true all the way up until the year 2014 and 2015 with the passing of the blood moons. Now, the blood moons come around every so often, but they don't show up like they did this time. That was the first sign that we were to be watching for. We didn't know to be watching for it, but when we saw it, we realized it. Second was September 23rd, 2017, the sign of Revelation 12.8, the great dragon in the sky. That was the second major one, and having those two pieces has allowed every other piece to fall into place. All the prophecies, they all line up. I'm very confident. In fact, it's it's 100%. There's just no other way around it because God's signature is very clear, unmistakable, and it comes in the form of precision prophecies, exact, no slips or nothing, exact prophecies, and that's what we have here, my friends. So, really, I want to reach as many unbelievers as I can here in these last days And when I say last days, I mean last days. We're talking a couple weeks here before we skedaddle right up out of here. Thank the good Lord. But I'm really concerned about all of our siblings of the most holy. They are our siblings. Even if they don't believe in Jesus, they are our siblings still. So if you want to support this ministry, any believers that listen to this, please share it with as many people that you know that don't love God. Because I can prove He's real. The only thing it involves or requires from the people listening is to just come at it with with an open mind. I'm not going to force anything on you. I'm just going to strictly tell you some very clear facts that I know to be 100% true. And even some deductive reasoning, which we just use our brain to really just make the most educated guess. And really, it's really no-brainers because once you make so many 
of those deductive reasonings. I mean, eventually, it's, it's kind of like when Jesus fulfilled 300 prophecies. I mean, statistically, and many mathematicians who have looked into this, even atheists, when they when they look into the, the, the odds of actually fulfilling even like 8 or 9 or 10 of those prophecies that Jesus filled 300 of, they'll tell you it's impossible for us to fulfill 10 of them, and he fulfilled over 300 of them. And they, they convert just like that, really. Some of the brightest minds in the world. And that's a shame because they, no one talks about that. No one talks about the, the scientists who look at DNA and the cells and they get down at the very smallest of our cells inside and they realize, wow, there's no evolution going on here. These are the most advanced machines I've ever seen in my life. This didn't just pop up out of nowhere. And then they they automatically no, there's no evolution there. Evolution's a lie, just like everything else. There's actually no proof for evol evolution whatsoever. There's not a single case of any kind of animal changing into any kind of different animal. That's there's speciation. There's different types of dogs, but there's no dogs turning into cats, or cats turning into monkeys, or monkeys turning into humans. Keep that in mind, friends. Okay, so for the believers, yes, we know Jesus said that, and I've already told you, it was true up until just a few years ago, but it has all been made clear now, and for the unbelievers, I want you to hear this, even most believers don't even know what I'm about to tell you. Because most believers just go by faith. But if you study the Bible, and especially prophecy, there's only one conclusion you could ever come to. And it's this. It's the, the clear fact that over 500 plus prophecies in that Bible, and not one of them has ever not came true. Exactly as written. Now, you might, you might roll that off the shoulder for just a second, but if you think about it, there's not a single other book, and don't, we're not talking about Nostradamus' little generalizations, bullcrap. We're talking, you can't, there's not a single other book where you can find even a single prophecy, or two, or three, let alone 500. But there's not a single one in the whole world, because God clearly says in the Bible that He is the only one that can foretell time. That is actually, He tells us, that is how we are to know it's Him. And that is how we are to discern the days and the hours, just like we are here with the rapture. That is his signature. It's not his only one either. No, no, no. Because he's God and he's amazing and he loves us. And he, I mean, there's a reason he that Bible exists. It's, it's a roadmap to living right. And it's also a roadmap to getting into heaven. Now... There's always the argument, yeah, there's a lot of corruption, change the Bible, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, the Catholics, the Roman Catholics have changed their Bible. And translations have been wrong, translate the wrong words. That does happen. But let me tell you this story about King James and what happened with him. It's a miraculous story. And it really it kind of mirrors what happened to Paul back in the day. But So what happened was this dude smuggled the first Bible in to England. 
Okay, and the reason they had to smuggle it is because the Roman Catholics for a thousand years basically been killing anybody who has a Bible. Forbid anyone from reading a Bible because they changed theirs. They took out commandments, changed the Sabbath, changed Jesus' birthday, blah, 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 all this other crap. They're evil. We'll get into that later. But the guy who smuggled that King James, the first Bible into England, he got caught. King James threw him in prison. He ended up dying there shortly after. And then something very odd happened. Something miraculous happened. And something we are all very thankful for happened. Because probably what happened is Jesus came to him like he did to Paul. Because what happened was King James turned right around and he got all the best scribes from the world to come to England and translate the Bible perfectly and check on it on themselves and check and guess each other and just make sure it was all perfect. We're talking the top-notch scholars and scribes to do this. And that, my friends, is why that King James Bible is nearly flawless, if not flawless. I mean, I know God mentioned somewhere that he would give us a book that is perfect. I'm pretty sure I've read that somewhere. But if it is one, it's that King James Version. And yes, the other ones, some of them are very corrupt. In fact, the new King James Version even has a satanic symbol on it. Do not mistake the new King James Version for the original. We're going to take a break here and come back here in a second.